Welcome everyone, this is Asa. This is your No Bones About Wrestling Monday Night Raw report for February 20th, 2023. We were live in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. First, there's a video package detailing the bloodline and what all has gone down between them and Sami Zayn. And after that, Sami Zayn's music hits. Comes down to a big ovation, not like those Montreal crowds, but a big ovation nonetheless. Sammy thanks Canada for the huge ovations, says he feels gratitude, but he also feels guilt. Sammy then calls out Kevin Owens, tells Kevin Owens, thank you, and I'm sorry. He says he knows that KO wants to bring down the bloodline too, so why not team up? KO says he's done with Sammy. That stands, and if he wants help, he should ask his buddy, Jay Uso. So that's uh, taken a turn that most people didn't really see. Most people thought KO would come down, embrace Sammy tonight, and go after the tag team titles. And of course, that may still happen, but this has kind of thrown a curve in the predictability. So I like that at least. So Sammy uh, heads up the ramp. He's at the top of the ramp, soaking in the praise from this crowd. And Baron Corbin attacks Sami Zayn. Refs come out. Baron Corbin stops. He asks Sami how it feels to get interrupted. Uh, how it feels to get interrupted after Sami interrupted Baron Corbin last week. He says Sami's story is over. Uh, Sami charges the ring. He beats up Baron Corbin, and now we have an official match: Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin. Uh, they go back and forth for a few minutes. Sammy gets the pin after the Haluva kick. Well, this one too short to rate. And why did they follow up Sami Zayn going for the undisputed title with a throwaway match on Raw versus Baron Corbin? I have no idea. No idea what the point of this was. So we cut to Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio, they're backstage preparing for their upcoming interview, I'm told. Cut to the interview. Byron Saxton is sitting down with Rhea Ripley. Rhea says she is the best female in WWE. Byron asks what we should expect when Ripley and Charlotte go face-to-face -face on SmackDown this coming Friday. And Rhea Ripley tells him, that uh, everyone's going to have to wait to see what she has in store for Charlotte Flair. Next, they show Austin Theory at Elimination Chamber uh, at the press conference. Then they show a bit of Edge at the press conference after the pay-per-view as well. Next up, we have Dolph Ziggler versus Mustafa Ali. A very short match here again. Mustafa Ali pinned Dolph Ziggler following a uh, reversed Famasser into a crucifix pin. We cut to The Miz and Maurice backstage. Maurice gives The Miz an envelope. He opens it, looks kind of shocked at what's inside, but he won't reveal what it says. And then in the interview, The Miz goes on to take credit for training Logan Paul. 
Next up, Cody Rhodes comes out. A good ovation for him as well. And then we see on the uh, on the screens, we see Paul Heyman in a neck brace. Uh, and Paul Heyman, he begins speaking just as soon as Cody is going to say, you know, so what do you guys want to talk about? Just as soon as he says so, Paul Heyman appears uh, to interrupt him. That was pretty funny. And Heyman just goes on to hype up Roman Reigns and tell Cody Rhodes how there is no hope for him at WrestleMania. Next up, Asuka versus Nikki Cross. Uh, Bianca Belair came down in this one. She came down to scout out her WrestleMania 39 opponent, Asuka. Asuka beat Nikki Cross by submission. This one, the first match that went any uh, amount of time of, of which to speak, uh, this one I give three bones out of five. So after the match, Bianca gets in the ring with Asuka. Uh, they're both pointing at the WrestleMania 39 sign. Uh, and then, then they kind of face off, looking at each other. And then Asuka vomits blue slime. Much to the uh, amazement, uh, Bianca kind of gives a, a horrified, shocked look, and we're done with that segment. So that I enjoyed, because Asuka, the, she vomits this blue slime, and then is just laughing in Bianca's face. You know, it's the funniest thing in the world, as this blue slime drips off her chin. Uh, very strange, but I enjoyed it. Next up, we have a reporter talking to Carmella to ask if she has a plan for WrestleMania. Carmella calls Asuka a little freak and says that she has something coming for Asuka. Carmella wants that number one contendership herself. Reporter sees Seth Rollins then, goes over to him. He says that he's going to find Logan Paul and he's going to hurt Logan Paul. He's, of course, upset because Logan Paul delivered the stomp to Seth Rollins inside the Elimination Chamber Saturday night. So after saying he's going to hurt Logan Paul, he calls The Miz a perfect surrogate for suffering, as he and The Miz have a match later on. We then see MVP. MVP calls Brock Lesnar a coward for hitting the low blow on Bobby Lashley that led to disqualification victory for Lashley at Elimination Chamber. Uh, MVP then moves, uh, uh, they move out of camera range, and we see Omos, who challenges Brock Lesnar for a match at WrestleMania 39. So that I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by. Uh, I would love to see Omos just beat the beat the tar out of Brock Lesnar. Up next, The Miz versus Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins won this one by referee stoppage after he hit The Miz with three stomps. This one, another short match. Uh, we head to backstage. Adam Pearce gave Carmella a match versus Asuka on next week's Raw. Chelsea Green calls in to Adam Pearce and complains that she has been sent to Ottawa, Illinois, you see, instead of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Adam Pearce 
uh, doesn't really care about her plight. He's just glad not to have uh, Chelsea Green bothering him in person this week. We're backstage, and we see Alpha Academy looking at themselves in mirrors, still hung up on the uh, maximum male model interaction they had last week. Bronson Reed walks by them and says that Chad Gable is going to need a full body cast after their match later tonight. So we head back to the ring, and the ding-dong hello segment is set up with Bailey and your women's tag team champions, Damage Control. This starts off pretty boring and pointless, and then Becky Lynch's music hits. and She says she wants to take the tag team titles into WrestleMania 39, and then Lita's music hits. And Lita and Becky challenge Damage Control. Bailey ends up accepting the match on behalf of Damage Control. Then Byron Saxon is backstage with Candice LeRae. He asks how Johnny Gargano, her husband, is. And she notices then Nikki Cross and confronts her. She asks why Nikki has been following her for weeks. Nikki Cross then whispers in Candice's ear. LeRae is visibly shaken, and he asks what Nikki Cross told her. Candace says that Nikki told her all her friends are gone, and she's alone. So what that means, I'm not sure. Next, we have Chad Gable, accompanied by Otis, taking on Bronson Reed. Uh, Maxine Dupree, the leader of the Maximum Male Models, is at ringside. Otis notices her. She gives Otis a business card. Very short match. Bronson Reed pins Gable following a tsunami splash. We cut to Austin Theory warming up backstage for the main event. When we come back, Elias is in the ring. Rick Boogs is backstage watching Elias and taking notes, as Elias told them to. Elias asks who wants to walk with Elias. Bobby Lashley then comes out, beats up Elias. Elias rolls out of the ring. Bobby Lashley gets on the mic, says that no one breaks out of the hurt lock, and goes on to talk about how great he is, and how Brock Lesnar uh, couldn't get out of the hurt lock and had to kick him in the nuts to avoid further embarrassment at Elimination Chamber. Uh, for next week's show, we have booked women's tag team title match, Damage Control defending against Becky Lynch and Lita. Also, we have Candice LeRae versus Piper Niven, Asuka versus Carmella, and an episode of Ms. TV. That's all that they've announced for next week. Uh, next up, Edge is interviewed. He says that age comes with wisdom, and he knows how lucky he is because he knows that everything, the fans, uh, the wrestling, can all be taken from him very quickly again as it was before when he was injured. Our main event, we have Austin Theory versus Edge. Uh, they're going 
Back and forth, a pretty good match here for several minutes. Finn Balor of Judgment Day then comes down. He kicks Edge from the outside. Austin Theory hits A-Town down, gets the pin on Edge to retain his United States Championship. This one, pretty good match. I uh, gave it three and a half bones out of five. After the bell, Balor hits the Coupe de Grasse on Edge. Balor tells him, this is not over. This is just the beginning between Edge and the Judgment Day. Finn Balor then proceeds to hit a second and a third Coupe de Grasse on Edge. The show goes off the air with Finn Balor standing over Edge. So this, uh, it was an okay episode of Raw. Uh, nothing, nothing too great. Just a lot of build towards WrestleMania. Match of the night, very easily, was Austin Theory beating Edge to retain the U.S. title. And this is Asa with No Bones About Wrestling saying, I will see you Wednesday for the Dynamite recap. Everyone... Have a good uh, have a good Monday. What is it? What day is it? It's Tuesday. Have a good Tuesday. And uh, as Mick Foley says, have a nice day.